0: Welcome to the Blue Collar Nation podcast, the podcast dedicated to making the lives of blue-collar business owners better. Before we start the show, may we ask you for a quick favor? Eric and Larry work very hard at delivering the best free content possible. Please help them out by going to iTunes and subscribing, and please leave them a five-star review. Also, feel free to share the podcast with your friends and peers. Now, on to the show. Hey
1: everyone, Eric with the Blue Collar Nation podcast and we are doing a special edition series on the Experience Trade Show that's going to come up September 8, 9 and 10 in Las Vegas. And the Experience Trade Show is for the cleaning and restoration industry, which Larry and I have been a part of for a very long time. So, you know, we wanted to give back to the industry that had given us so much. So, this show's amazing. We went as as, you know, just a people walking around for years and years. And now we're speaking and we're doing all kinds of cool things. So we thought we'd do kind of mini podcast over the next few weeks, just highlighting some of the cool people that will be speaking at the event, that will be vendors at the event, and just give people a little bit of an idea of what's going to go on the show. So hope you guys enjoy. Get some really cool guests on for the next few weeks for 15, 20-minute podcasts. And we hope to see you at the Experience in Las Vegas.
2: Well, hello, everybody. This is Larry from the Blue Collar Nation podcast. And I'm here with my esteemed business partner, Mr. Eric Sprague, the Tech Whisperer. What's up, Eric? How are you today?
1: Got high energy today, dude.
2: God, we got a higher energy guest today. We (laughs) got to be on the ball, man. This is going to make us happen here. We're to excited. get ready,
1: Larry, like, was just hitting the Red Bulls or something.
2: <laughs> coffee, man. Okay. Drinking some good, solid coffee. There you go. So we've got with us today, Marvelous Mark, who's a keynote presenter at The Experience in Las Vegas, Paris. And uh, we're very happy to see him. How are you today, Mark? Whoa,
3: whoa, whoa. All aboard for the motivation train. Let's get this party started.
2: There you go. We're looking forward to it. You're going to be presenting at 2.55, the keynote presentation at the Experience. And then also at 5 o'clock, you're going to be the rock star Fitness Instructor to get everybody motivated and guided and breaking a sweat. So I'm sure everybody's looking forward to that. And uh, we're looking forward to hearing more about you so that everybody knows to go and see you. You got your drumsticks there?
3: Absolutely. And the first 300 people in the door... Uh, will receive their very own experience branded drumsticks as well so that uh, they can take part of the message as we uh, learn how to beat the competition drum up new business and walk to the beat of a different drum boom
1: there we go so mark uh you know i've been watching your videos been through your website i'm excited to meet you in a couple weeks um how did you get into this how did you, yeah, I mean, it's a very unique and interesting way to be a business coach, right? So how did this come about?
3: Well, you know, they always say to stay in your lane. And at a very early age, actually in 1977, me and some buddies put together our stereo equipment and started a DJ company for our church. Uh, and they passed the hat and we made some money. So we're like, hey, we can make money partying, basically. So uh, that evolved and working in radio and more DJing. And then I started going more uh, uh, statewide uh, and got really, really popular because like Kiss, where Kiss was putting on spandex and makeup and having a tongue implant, uh, I would travel with three to four uh associates and we would all put on costumes and do wigs and spandex because it was back in the 70s and 80s and we were setting ourselves apart we were branding ourselves which i didn't yeah. know at the time but you know those that will be attending the experience knows the importance of differentiation creating a disruption and that evolved into moving to detroit and florida uh, Touring, uh, probably, I think I've been in uh, 24 countries and have almost 4 million miles logged on uh, Delta and Southwest and literally got to see the world for free. And then when 9-11 hit, like many of us, uh, entertainment stopped. So I was forced to uh, reinvent myself. So I started incorporating drumsticks and some content and uh, some entertainment during the general sessions. And there's just been a, uh, you know, up and down with the whole Enron and the real estate bust and recession. And then I had an opportunity to move to Vegas from a past relationship that remembered me to do an 80s show with Rock of Ages at the Venetian. So I tell everybody that was a four year paid vacation. And then after that show went down, after four and a half years, I morphed back into being a professional rock star keynote speaker.
1: So when you were in the band, were you already getting interested in business and kind of running the business of the band? And I mean, how did that, how did that morph into, because a lot of guys would just go out on the road and party and not do anything like that.
3: Well, that's the difference between an artist and a business artist. And, you know, we all just want to do our craft and, you know, whether it's play scream, you know, jump around on stage. Uh, But, you know, we want to make a living out of it and a career and support a family, then yeah. we have to learn the business side of it. And that was really when I started reading books and doing research. You know, a lot of MTV influence as well as the successful rock stars. Like, why do the Rolling Stones have 13 year old fans and 80 year old fans? You know, right. uh, the one of my greatest stories, is I tell the, uh, a, a collaboration between Errol Smith and Run DMC Smith was washed up. Yeah. In yeah. the '80s, after a tremendous career, but they did the impossible. They brought rap and rock together, and married those two together, and both of those groups uh, exploded. And Aerosmith is still, you know, at the height of its career because of that. Yeah. So there's, you know, success is success, success strategies are the same, whether it's in the cleaning and restoration business, whether it's the rock and roll business, whether it's the blue collar nation podcast business, you still have to market. You still have to disrupt. You still have to set yourself apart.
1: Yeah, no, that's, that's wise counsel. So, yeah, and the, you
2: asked the great rock analogies. You, one of them, you put Steve jobs and you analogized with the Beatles. Yeah, that, that, that was, was my was favorite really thing. Cool. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, yeah, wow, cool. right on.
3: The great little book, uh, Called Lead Like the Beatles. It's called a mini book, and basically, what uh, Steve Jobs says, and I'll quote him in the uh, in the in the speech. But he says, uh, "My model for business is the Beatles. They were four young guys who kept each other's negative tendencies uh, uh, separate, uh, but the total was greater than the sum of their parts." And he said, "That's how I see business. Great accomplishments in business are never done by one person. They're done by a team." Yeah. So go yeah. figure. And, you know, yeah, until Yoko came into the mix, they were they were spot on.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Poor Yoko. She gets to blame all the time. Hey,
3: everyone.
1: Just so you know, uh, Larry, myself, and Bruce Deloach, IICRC instructor, are going to be doing a live blue collar nation from a ballroom on day one from 11 to 12. And we're doing this cool thing called the Prophets of Profit, which is going to teach people how to. Crush the local competition, keep employees, build an amazing culture, and just make that profitable business run smoothly. So look us up in the agenda and come see us from 11 to 12 on day one.
2: No, but your analogy of them controlling each other's negative tendencies was great because they're, they're held each other accountable to a certain level of performance and they didn't let the negative tendencies, they held each other, you know control your stuff, man. This is a big deal. All of us, four of us are going to benefit if you stay in line. So that was really cool. Great analogy.
3: And and we tag onto that. uh, You know, you have to check your ego at the door. You know, there's a lot of old school uh, business people out there that have been, you know, in the business for a long time, making a lot of money, but they don't understand the importance nowadays of being transparent with your team, you know, let them keep you in check. You know, uh, if you're old enough to remember Kennedy and the Bay of Pigs, you know, it's because none of his cabinet members had the chutzpah to step up and say, you know, John, I don't know if that's a good idea. They're all like, yeah, JFK says it's going to work. So let's do it. You
1: know, right. Yeah. Now, Larry and I had to learn that in our service business. I mean, we were, were that we're of the age of the old school, like hierarchical owner. And through trial and error and a lot of pain, we had to realize that. We used to go. I remember in meetings, we'd say, Look, here's all our negative traits. You guys already know what they are. (laughs) So you're free to call us out on our crap, you know? And that was when our whole business started to explode because now we're truly giving everybody input. And it's it's a game changer.
3: That, that would be a great book for you, The Crap Shoot. You know, everybody calling us <laughs> out on, on our crap. And then and when they did, it exploded like explosive. Well, I won't go there, but you know what I mean.
2: The Crap it, Shoot, all yeah. about explosion.
3: Yeah. <laughs> that would be a great book for you. Yeah, it's fitting too.
2: <laughs> so check it out. I'm a huge fan of Seth Godin. He's always talking about being remarkable. And then you were talking about uh, Jerry Garcia, and he said, it's not the best. It's not good enough to be the best but you have to be expected to be the only guy that can do with some and you said you have to be remarkable and that whole way that the grateful dead marketed themselves and your explanation of it was just spot on
3: yeah grateful dead was doing social media before social media was ever invented that's that's what's so awesome. And especially coming out of a challenging year or coming out of the pandemic, I know people don't like to use that word much anymore. Uh, we're doing business and we're marketing ourselves way different than we did pre pandemic. And yeah. you know, what's, what's your different different what, what is your, you know, Jerry Garcia, what is, what makes you the only one that does what you do? Right.
1: So Mark, I know you're speaking twice at the show on Thursday, so can you kind of break down, just give us a synopsis of the, the main talk and then the fitness talk as well, just so that people, and then we'll tell everybody where to go and all that good stuff.
3: Yeah, the 2.55 uh, keynote, which uh, don't be late or you won't get your drumsticks. Um, and the reason I do odd times like that with my clients is because when I set appointments for my own personal business, you know, they're, again, differentiator. Uh, everybody else is setting their appointments at the top of the hour and the bottom of the hour. So if I'm a CEO or a decision maker and I got five appointments popping up, you know, at 3 o'clock, I'm going to notice the one that pops up at 3.06 or 318, something like that. So that's why I try to get the keynote scheduled at a different time, like 255, not three, but uh, 255. But during during that presentation, we'll be taking most of the information from my book, uh, Opportunity Rocks, uh, where I talk about seven chords of rock star success. The keynote, we only have time for four. And the reason I do four is because a lot of people may not realize this, but 90% of the music that you hear on the radio are all sung and played over the exact same four chords. So if you play those four chords over and over, you're gonna hit 90% of the music that you hear. So if you play these four chords of rock star success, you'll be able to disrupt and change your business and start performing at a higher level, like a like a rock star. Or like we say, you can be heard above the noise. Yeah. Oh,
1: that's, so
0: that's, really cool. that's
3: the keynote. At five o'clock, uh, Larry was telling me that you know they had started this health symposium, uh, several years ago. And I was telling him that, you know, I'm kind of a fitness guru and, you know, if I I'm selling rock concert energy. And I said, I need to be able to deliver it. And so he said, would you like to talk a little bit about, you know, your regimen or what you do? And I'm, I'm like, sure. So at five o'clock, I'll be talking a little bit about, uh, consistency in your uh, nutrition and your workout and also, uh, why would you change the oil in your car and not change the oil in your body and talk about de- detox and cleanse and how that can shoot your performance and your energy level up.
1: Yeah. Very cool. Yep. Larry, Larry, and I are right with you on that. You have to perform. We, we actually used to, we had a lot of guys that just smoked cigarettes, drank monsters and ate Doritos. And we started bring, Larry and I would go over to Larry's house and we would juice fresh juice every morning and then bring it over in thermoses Mark, alert exactly totally thought that, that. Wait, nobody <laughs> thought that was a good idea other than Larry and I
2: <laughs> they started coming along and they would try it I'd bring little cups for them and only you know give them like Dixie cups but yeah, they'd yeah. come along we'd be drinking it you know and they wouldn't yeah, drink it like we'd just be like, peeing hey. all day long <laughs>
3: Hey, you you came from the heart, you know.
1: We tried, man. (laughs) After that, we just tried to get him to drink more water.
3: You you can This world, uh, knowing that you at least tried, you know, with with a clear conscience. Yeah. (laughs) Thanks, man.
2: Well, the consistency aspect is is the most important thing, because we all work out. We all have gyms. We have everything available to us, and we all work out here and there. But to be consistent at it, that's what your body needs, and your mind especially, because I'm always saying working out is just more of a workout for my mind than for my body, because it just clears your head, makes you good to go and makes you that much more effective to do the things that you need to do. And um, I'm sure that's exactly what you're going to be talking about.
3: Yeah, well, I mean, and you can tie it in with business too. You got to have consistency in marketing, you have consistency in your delivery, you have to be consistent in your brand or who you are, because that's how you get results over time. And same way with nutrition, you have to be nutrition and taking your vitamins and your supplements and, and how you eat and what you eat and when you eat, uh, you know, there's, there's really a, a great business message with the whole consistency and your dieting as, as well. And, and you can probably talk to eight out of 10 trainers, and they will tell you that, you know, your workout really begins at the table. Yeah. You know, it's really uh, your nutrition and, and what you eat more so than pumping the iron in the gym.
2: Yeah, that doesn't work the ego quite as much, but it does start with the diet all day long.
1: <laughs> yeah. I always got to get going with the gym first and then the diet will follow. Like you got to get that ego momentum going if you've fallen off the wagon for a little bit.
3: <laughs> well, there's nothing uh, nothing wrong with getting your blood pumping first thing in the morning. So That's
1: right. All right. Well, Mark, thank you for taking the time to come out and see us. Uh, we encourage everybody... On Thursday to go see marvelous Mark at Get two fifty
2: five. Yep, two fifty five Mark, Thursday. you're at
1: the cage, right? Did Larry tell oh, you where you're At the cage. At the cage. So come see Mark there. We'll be there too because on Thursday we are hosting the cage all day. So yeah. we will, we will be there as well. Yeah,
3: bring some kind of like animal costume or like lion tamer outfit. Cause I've got like two closets.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Larry could use some of that. Larry will probably be in a fireman's outfit if, yeah. if we're not mistaken. We have a so, Yeah, exactly. So Mark, you'll appreciate this before we go. So, you know, we have a, we have a program to train technicians so that owners don't put out fires all day. Right, because in our industry that's the issue you're, you're running on the field and save the day so Larry stands in the middle of the aisle in front of our booth in a fireman's outfit with this little plastic fireman's cap and asks people if they're putting fires out all day
3: I love it <laughs> that's your that's your makeup and spandex right there the fireman's outfit
1: yeah i should put
2: spandex on with the fireman's hat on top of my head that might even work even better
3: (laughs) because larry says you guys are really hands-on in your training and education i think you should take it to the next level and get one of those flame suits and set yourself on fire oh yeah set set larry on fire
1: (laughs) i'll set larry on fire (laughs)
2: Uh-oh. Mark, I'm going to hold you to that when I get my ass burned.
1: <laughs> I got yeah, 20, I I got 20 things I can say right 20. there, and I'm not going to say them.
3: <laughs> and, then, and then you can edit that up into some TikTok videos. I mean, yeah, pollination nation is going to explode
2: boom off the charts
1: All <laughs> uh, right. on well, thanks a lot we, we look forward to meeting you in person and everybody again please go to the cage on thursday at 255 for the keynote and five o'clock for the fitness with mark
3: yeah, and at some point make sure you guys stop by uh i'd love to complimentary uh or uh, give you one of my books oh uh, cool I'll great be, uh, having book signing in the trade show area afterwards so please stop by i'd love to meet you guys in person do a photo op
1: Awesome. Cool.
2: All right. Wonderful. Thanks, Mark. Mark. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you, buddy.
0: All right. Bye-bye. Out. Thank you for listening to the Blue Collar Nation podcast. For more information on what Eric and Larry do, please visit www.morningtechmeeting.com or visit us on our Facebook page, Blue Collar Consulting. Thank you and see you back here next week with another amazing episode of the Blue Collar Nation podcast.